0: Thank mm-hmm. everyone. Welcome to the Wrong Kind of Christian podcast. I am your host, Megan Martin. And today we have Doug Bender joining us on the show. Welcome, Doug. Thanks for taking the time to chat with me today.
1: Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited to be able to chat.
0: Doug is the author of Alpha. I Found Love, a new book that's like coming out today. Today's your big day.
1: Today is it. It is everywhere today.
0: So um, new book out and you're part of the I Am Second team. So i I read through kind of your, your bio stuff, but it says that you're a, um, one of the writers and a small groups coach. What does that mean?
1: Yeah. Well, so we, uh, um, we started, I am second started about, geez, we're coming on 12 years now and yeah, we just had 12 years. We, instead of celebrating the 10, since we are, I am second, we celebrate the two. So we just celebrated 12 years. Um, but yeah, we are a media ministry that goes all over telling people the stories of what God is doing to people's lives and in people's lives now. Um, and so my part on the team is I help um, when we have these interviews, they usually start as a video interview. I then take those interviews and um, and fashion them into blogs and posts of all sorts and a handful of books now. And um, I try to get the the videos in a written content, written version. And then there's a lot of folks that says, man, these are awesome. I wish I could share this with and, you know, fill in the blank. So I then also help create some tools some small group tools in particular that lets people use um, um, these stories and the Bible verses that they will obviously Bring to mind as you're just wa- listening to them, and give that to uh, a group that's trying to to um, apply it to life.
0: I actually found I am second through Brian Welch, who is head of Corn Fame, but I much prefer the Love and Death music myself. But <laughs> yes. um, I, just a few years ago, I was reading Save Me for Myself, and I don't know if maybe great, he was great read. He had it really was it was really great. Um, I don't know if he was maybe just finishing up his what's it called a white chair video, mm-hmm. yeah. or if he was just talking about it for whatever reason, but I found it through him. And then I kind of, well, I, I was interested, like, what is that all about? So yeah, I had to yeah, go find it. And here we are.
1: One of our perennial favorites. Um, I love his story. It's, um, you know, even just from a, a storyteller's perspective, it's just full of drama and, um, <laughs> that it's, it is. In fact, we, we were so moved by it, and we've just been journeying with him for over a decade now, in helping tell his story, that we actually made a movie out of it. Right. So we were so moved by, it, we're like, we can't we can't edit this down to seven minutes. I mean, we did it, but now we got to tell the whole thing. <laughs> I, so we I actually make it. a full length documentary out of his too. That's right. What is that called? Uh, oh man, you've caught me off guard. I should know that.
0: Hold on. Sorry. I can edit that out. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll look it up and I'm going to find it for you. I I can just look it up and plug it in later. But yeah, it's a, it is a good book though. It's, it's a great book, a great video series. And it kind of just led us into, you know, I get sucked into the YouTube. Yes, I call it the wormhole. I got sucked into the documentary kind of wormhole on. I am second, like just watching all these people.
1: It's easy to do. Loud, crazy love. That's Brian is Welch's it. story, full length yeah. version of it. Loud, crazy love. It, we felt like it was really appropriate because he's a loud character, a little bit crazy, but man, the guy has been transformed by the love of Jesus. He really has. He's a different person um, and yet still loud and crazy, still the same in some ways.
0: My husband and I met him. We, we promote christian rock concerts from time to time and so we we do the city rock fest with seventh day slumber and then uh we kind of anyway we ended up meeting him and uh we like he was just speaking somewhere he wasn't performing anywhere just speaking and we were just very impressed with um the sincerity that comes from him yeah yeah so i read through i found love what a concept this world right now did you have any inkling when you were writing all of this that this was going to be the world we were living in
1: no in fact it's it's a little bit crazy because we we the last year around this time we released um i choose peace and then covid hit and everybody's you know thinking oh what's my my life is going crazy and we're saying well we have we can tell you about peace and now it's been like a year and people are starting to feel a little lonely stuck at home and their relationships aren't the same and everything seems to be a little bit more splintered. And no, we didn't plan for any of this, but it just, um, you know, I I guess we work for the one who does, right? Yeah. I was going to say God planned. (laughs) So he knew we would need these books right at these times. And Um, You know, we were thinking, oh, well, it's near Valentine's Day. That's kind of a good thing. But I think God definitely had some bigger plans, realizing there is going to be a lot of folks that are just, you know, their relationships are, they're just a little bit more cut off these days and they're going to need something like this.
0: Well, I really enjoyed it. And you're talking about three kind of major topics, searching for love, um, searching for belonging and searching for friendship. Why did you choose those three?
1: Yeah, I, you know, as I. Uh, um, you know, I started when I, we were putting this book together. I started really just by listening to the stories on our on our website and trying to to get the the feel of of what what is there. And because one of the things we do when we get these stories is we try to get a, a broad spectrum of of people from all walks of life. And, <laughs> you
0: do a great job of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know, wide spectrum. You know, like we have the Brian Welch, we also have Josh Turner, country music. You know, there's you can't. So as I was listening to these people tell their stories, I feel like I felt like these were the categories that came out. You know, you had um, people needing um, uh, God's healing in their marriage and family. And, you know, like and we put that together as like love, as in like romantic and family type love. And then you had a lot that were just kind of this general sense of, I don't know if I belong in this world. I don't know if I belong in my in, in my workplace, in my I, – I, I just need a, a place to belong. And it wasn't necessarily tied to a specific relationship. And then, of course, you had others still that their story really wrapped around um, uh, friendships and um, of all sorts. And that was a really broad category. But I felt like that was just – um, if that was the experience, the folks we were talking to, I'm pretty sure that's the experience that, uh, everyone is going to be landing in one or probably many of those boxes, right.
0: all of the above, right? <laughs> right. I, I wrote in my blog that you probably should have issued like a tissue warning mm. with this book. And like, maybe each book should come with its own little pack of like individual tissues for us, because I, I love reading the celebrity stories, but you have two that I just, I I, I loved more than the others, and I think it's you know, and they were the tear jerkers to mm-hmm. me. So you had Beth Nemo and T.J. Stevens. Yes, that is an interesting dynamic. I have it to assume. Really watching. I haven't gone through. To, is that on a video? On
1: it is. So we have a, a video series called Conversations, where we get people from v- some very different backgrounds, and we sit them in a room, and we have them talk. It's not how this is scripted. Uh, I mean, we know their stories, but we don't like say, hey, make sure you get this point. We just, you know. So, yeah, TJ um, was a a school shooter. Um, Really interesting thing about that is, well, uh, unfortunately, not many people survived that mistake. You know, Um, he thankfully did not actually kill anybody, but he took a number of people hostage. He was shooting. Um, He had a very dramatic spiritual experience in the midst of it all. Um, and, um, and then Beth Nemo, of course, is the mother of, um, uh, one of the, the very first, uh, Columbine victims. And so, um, she had experience on the other end and it was just fascinating. And yeah, I'll agree. I, I, I had to cry a little bit writing their story. I mean, it was hard not to, um, but watching, there's this moment in that story that uh, has always stuck with me. TJ is saying how he has spent, the last number of decades, trying to redeem his mistakes and make things right. And you can't, but he's trying. And, um, and, and Beth looks at him and says, you don't need to, God just gives it to you. Yeah. And he just gives you the grace, just walk in it. And it was just like, oof, ah, that just hits you.
0: It does. It was it was one of those moments where I was like, I was probably crying. And my husband's probably looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what are you doing here? The other one that really struck me was similar. I'm sure uh, Michael Kenton. Is it Tiffany Whittier? Is that yes. the last name Whittier? Yes. that it... is fascinating to me, especially given kind of the climate that we live in today. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, and again, it was it was all written before the protest know. of the summer. And it's like, you can't, you can't plan these things, but yeah, another very dramatic, that was also part of our conversations series. Um, and, um, you know, the, the, the uh, Tiffany, it was a uh, parole officer. She still is. Um, Michael, um, is, uh, was, uh, was one of her, uh, clients, uh, um, arrested on a number of, um, charges. And, um, anyways, he was a, very extreme white supremacists uh, got Hitler hanging in his living room. I mean, he was all the way off that end yeah. and in comes Tiffany and, and, and she didn't do anything radical beyond love him and care about him. And it's just, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't understand why someone who should, who has every reason not to love him was caring. Yeah. And, um, and without even needing to explain things, he could see that Jesus had changed this woman's heart in ways that he had never seen. And he didn't know what it was or how it happens, but he wanted that. And that was, it was a fun journey. And and we kind of journeyed with them, still journeying with them. I talked to, um, I think I, I end up getting on the phone with Michael and Tiffany every about six months or so. It's just, a, um, it's just a fantastic story.
0: It really is. I, I love the respect that you see between the two of them yeah. for two people that, like you said, they at the beginning, there shouldn't have been a lot of respect between them. Right. And she just kind of comes in and, and, and he, something in him recognized that. Yeah. That she already respected him, even though, right. you know,
1: it, which is, is, is interesting because, you know, the power dynamics in that relationship. Um, the assumption would be the, you know, the parolee or needs to re- respect his officer there, but she gives it to him undeserved and un- unwarranted. She just, she respects him because he's a human being created in the image of God and, and as such deserves respect. And it just really, really affected him.
0: This might not be a fair question for you. Kind of sorry in advance, maybe.
1: Do you have,
0: a? <laughs> favorite story or or one that speaks to you?
1: You know, I, I get that question asked a lot. And I'll be honest, I give a different answer about every time. <laughs>
0: it kind of so, depends on where uh, you are personally, doesn't it? It <laughs> does.
1: It depends on my mood for the day. And it depends on sometimes which one of these seconds I had re- most recently talked to them. like, yeah, I forgot about their story. I love their story. So don't look at my other interviews because you'll hear <laughs> a different uh, a different answer. I think my 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 favorite one of the day, um, I I think right now, I really love um, David and Tamala Mann. Um, Now, they are, uh, she in particular is known for her gospel music. They also acted in the the Tyler Perry. Um, um, But I love their story because they are such, they're so dramatically different than their backgrounds and their upbringings would lead you to expect. And that they come from some very rough homes. Um, a lot of abuse, um, uh, a lot of just extreme situations there. And yet, no matter where you see them, whether it's on our site, in our books, or or somewhere else, they are two people who are full of joy, love, and peace. And it's like, what happened? And it's Jesus is the, the, short of the answer, but it's just still so striking um, to realize the the transformation that, um, that has happened in their life. And it's, uh, so they're, they're one of my favorites at the moment.
0: At the moment. Okay. We won't hold you to it <laughs> tomorrow. We'll ask you again. That's right. So for my listeners, you guys can, um, you can definitely find the, my own blog review and, um, links to the book on com. Where else can they, they find all of this, yeah, the, the book and book. all of that.
1: Yeah, best place to look. I'm going to give you a couple of places. Um, go to um, ifoundlovebook.com and you'll find exactly you'll find lots of stuff about the book. You will also even get a sample if you're not quite sure yet. You'll get your sample, um, but uh, it'll point you to anywhere you want to get it. But basically, you can buy this book anywhere. But I also want to get you to, to iamsecond.com because there's so many other stories as well. Uh, and um, and sometimes um, it's nice to hear. Um, uh not you know in the book you'll get the longer version of the story. There's a lot more details in there. But um you can also just see their own face telling you their story sitting in that white chair that we have. Um and and you'll find that on, on our website. So there's great places um, that folks um really should check out.
0: It's it is quite moving to watch them kind of go through the conversations. And sometimes it looks like they have some realizations even sitting in the chair, which is just it's just really cool to watch and
1: yeah, it is. There have been a, a a number of times where the person we interview, we kind of had an idea of what their story is before we interview them, but we don't know all the details, of course. But there have been a number of times where they get up out of the interview and they say, "Wow, I, I just said some things I've never, I've never really shared before." Um, and you know, part of it is that's really our intent, and even in our when we do these interviews, we make them very intimate in the sense that. Um, you know, we have, a. they're in a room and there's a guy holding the camera and the guy asking the questions and the guy running the sound. And there's not usually a whole lot of other people in there. Um, and it's cause we want them to feel that, that, um, that sense of, uh, you know, share open, be, be, be yourself. Um, I think sometimes, um, uh, in our faith backgrounds, we can make the mistake of thinking because Jesus is making us into, um, Uh, look like his son, you know, this image of perfection that we need to pretend that we're perfect, perfect now. And that's not how it works. And that's not God's intent that we need to be, um, that uh, a certain sense of honesty and authenticity is required for a healthy journey with Jesus. Even though that means, you know, revealing, um, you know, things that aren't, aren't right in our lives now, that's the process.
0: I appreciate that as a, as owning this title of wrong kind of christian we um we my husband and i kind of find that these stories they speak to us a lot because our goal is to live authentic lives and and yeah. to be transparent with that so these stories kind of resonate with with what's going on in our own world but i'm so curious how did you get plugged into the i am second team are you part of like original people or are you did yes. you get brought in or
1: it's a great question. So, um, like I said, this this team uh, came together um, back in 2008, and um, so uh, a number of uh, things kind of brought me to the table. I, at the time, I was in school to go be a missionary, and um, and I would gotten this internship at this this uh, ministry called E3 Partners, and um, and the, the essence of what E3 does is we um, it's a, it's like a mission trip, but, um, we teach you how to introduce someone to Jesus. Um, you, we connect you with a neighborhood in another country that doesn't have a church. We work with locals to develop local leadership. And over the course of your week mission trip, you plan a brand new church in that neighborhood. Wow. And I said, that's fantastic. That's like Paul in the book of Acts. He would walk in and he'd walk out and there's a church. So we do that. Well, that's, that's the mothership for I Am Second. That's where it comes from. So about, uh, again, about 12 years ago, um, there was a number of folks on, our t- on E3 that said, we are doing this all over the world, telling people how to follow Jesus, and starting these little communities and uh, these little spiritual communities and churches and small groups. Um, why don't we do it here in the U.S.? And um, I was just an intern at the time when this, idea started to, to develop. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, so I think I officially came on the team like, um, the month after we launched. So I'm not quite original. I'm, uh, I'm You're so pretty close, close though. There's yeah, not a yeah. lot for, to go further back. And, uh, yeah, my job was, um, to translate, um, basically the experiences and, and lessons that we learned overseas and how to help someone who doesn't really know anything about God, be introduced to him in a, um, in a conversational small group setting. Um, so I have from the beginning been kind of focused on, on that aspect and, you know, I'm actually still both on the I am second team and E3. So I still, I still lead trips. My, my country's Colombia. I go down How there.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I still, I still have a foot in both those worlds.
0: That's very cool. And I, I can only imagine what. Um, what God does through you there that you get to put into what you're sharing with, well, Christians and non-Christians here. I mean, you know, these books and these videos make it so easy for, for us just to go, Hey, this is you like whomever, Hey, check this out. You know, this, their story is right here. It's such a cool way to, to just be able to share that authentically and, and, you know, kind of no pressure.
1: Right. And that's also been our goal from the beginning is we, we, uh, I've been in church basically all my life, and um, I, I haven't always felt like I had a, a tool that I could say, uh, "This is safe for my 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 non-church friend. I can give it to them, and and they're they're not going to weird it out." Right. That's sometimes, unfortunately, a little harder to find than than not. Um, and um, and so, without changing the message of Jesus or watering it down in any way, we've very very much attempted to present Jesus in terms and in language that people can understand and empathize with and want to hear. And in that sense, not only is it something great for for the non-Christians or the folks that are in church, it's also been a really helpful tool for folks that say, well, I've got friends I'd like to talk to and I don't know how to do it. So it's, yeah, that experience of sharing a video or sharing the book has been a very common thing for folks.
0: All right guys, you guys can find this on iamsecond.com and give us the website again for the the book, I found love book?
1: I find I found lovebook.com.
0: Oh, I almost had it. There we go.
1: You almost had it. You just get the .com. <laughs> <laughs>
0: go check it out guys. You're going to love the book and um, I think you'll be surprised about uh, some of the people that you find inside.